Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. More and more women are looking to be able to purchase eco-friendly and cruelty-free beauty products. But where can you go when you're looking to buy these? Uh, journalist Nikki Anderson has been looking into this and we're also joined by Sarah Deneen of Beauty Atelier. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Morning. And Nikki, you, what made you decide to get into this and look into it a little bit closer? So for me personally, I think... Um, I'm always kind of, not always, but I think it's important to always kind of be looking at different ways that you can improve in every kind of way. So whether it's like what you're eating or stuff like that. And my little sister is very, um, you know, she'd be always like making sure the lights are switched off and stuff like that. And then I actually just one day was talking to someone who um, is a vegan and we were talking about makeup and they were like, oh, well, I can't actually use that brand. And I was like, what? And they were like, sure, it's, it's not vegan. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even, it was something that because I myself haven't been, I didn't even really think of. So then I started looking into the difference between vegan and cruelty-free and then what kind of things are um, available. And once I read into it, the more I was like, oh, I, I want to make a difference because I found out more about it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, this is something that actually I would be bothered about now that I know it if you know what I mean, but it was something that was just never crossed into my mind, really, which is bad in a way, but it just didn't. So then I started looking into it, and it's very interesting. It's very sad, some of it. Um, so cruelty-free, cruel, like animal cruelty is banned in the, in Europe. So, But a lot of stuff we get from America and China and stuff, it's not banned there, so it can be. Like, uh, animal cruelty can be used in the testing. So that means that they, like use different animals and test the products on them to basically see they go through that before they test them on humans to see if they'll like hurt them and if they do hurt them then you know that's kind of how they know that kind Um, of baffles me though i mean seriously you put a bit of mascara on a a rabbit how are you you know if they have an allergic reaction doesn't mean i'm going to have one or if they don't have an allergic reaction doesn't mean uh, i won't you know I can't understand testing beauty products on animals in that way because we're so completely different. I know, and even the way they test them is... is I, I don't want to go into details, but if it's the way they test them is really not humane. And it's something that you would really think in 2020 that it would be... It wouldn't be a thing anymore. Like, I can't understand how that would ever be something someone could do, if you know what I mean. And then... Yeah, I it, reading about it honestly, and I felt really, really guilty after I was reading about it because I was like, um, you know, like I not contributed to this, but I didn't know any better, and it was just genuine naivety and almost ignorance on my behalf by not knowing. And did you, um, you said that it's uh, illegal in Europe? I'm just wondering, you know, the big brands, a lot of the big brands that people would be familiar with and that use regularly and that sell well here, um, would you be fairly safe in knowing that all of those were cruelty-free? A lot of the ones that you would know, uh, say, for example, like Elf. Elf is a brand that's very, um, quite actually reasonably priced. Um, They're vegan and cruelty-free. Then Wet n Wild are... Then there's some like there's some brands like Tarte 
or like um, Urban Decay, which are vegan, but they're or they're cruelty free, but they're starting to have vegan collections. So I think a big thing is that people are the brands are realizing what people want, and people don't want to be contributing to things like that anymore. It's almost like the decline. People like standing up against fast fashion. Like people are realizing what they're contributing to and where their money's going. So I think brands are coming together. But I think me myself, I was a bit taken aback by how little vegan makeup brands there are. Okay, you're listening to journalist Nikki Anderson on Live 25's Limerick today about cruelty-free and vegan and also eco-sustainable makeup. Uh, We're joined also by Sarah Deneen of Beauty Atelier Atelier on O'Connell Street in Limerick. Good morning to you, Sarah. Good morning. Sarah, is the word natural, does that mean anything in terms of makeup and beauty products? You know, I always think if you, if you go for something like that, that it's chemical free has to be good for you. But does it give you any other guarantees in terms of sustainability and being cruelty free? Um, yeah, so basically natural is, is actually a, a marketing term um, in that it doesn't actually have any basis to it you can say anything is natural to be honest if you think about it so what you're really looking for um when you're going down the road of trying to be a little bit more uh, conscious about what you're buying is you're looking for your cruelty free stamp um, your vegan stamp um organic these are all terms that are um mod- are Basically, you you can't um, you can't just basically say something is organic. You can't say something is vegan or cruelty free without actually having um, having it uh, regulated. Whereas you can say absolutely anything is natural. Um, so so it's meaningless, it's, really. Yeah. So I think that it's really important for people to just kind of do a bit more homework about it. Um, like again, even say if you're talking about natural beauty. Um, just because it's natural doesn't mean that it's not going to cause any irritation to you. So, um, like you could be, you know, a lot of people might have allergies to plants or fruit or whatever. So just because you're buying natural doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to cause you any irritation or allergic reactions or that. So again, it's just about being mindful about um, what you're buying, I guess. And what are the best ways to be sustainable in terms of your beauty products? You know, because obviously they don't always come in eco-sustainable cartons yeah. or tubes or bottles or whatever. Um, and, and the products themselves can be, we hear a lot about those microplastics in, yeah. in, in beauty products. Yeah, it's it's a hard one. Again, it, take, it takes quite a lot of research because obviously a lot of these big brands will have you believe that they're, um, eco-friendly, they're working towards certain things, they're cruelty-free, but then once you actually delve into it, I'm sure Nicola has has kind of went down the rabbit hole of it, it's, um, it's, a, bit, um, it's a bit of a scary place, to be honest. So I think just kind of doing your homework, I also feel that um, by just looking to more like local producers, local brands, smaller businesses, what you're going to find is they don't have any, like, they're not owned by kind of big parent companies, like big multinationals. So I find that once you look to more local companies, um, like, say, for example, Duo there on Denmark Street, I know that they do a lot of um, plastic-free beauty products. 
um, eco-sustainable products and that. Um, so, and there's a lot of Irish cosmetic brands and hair care brands that, again, they're looking to stand out in the marketplace by being more eco-conscious and being cruelty-free and vegan-friendly and that. So um, smaller brands, definitely more smaller independent brands do this a lot better than the bigger companies Um, because the bigger companies, they they tend to just go for whatever the best um, market prices. They're not looking at, a lot of them aren't actually looking at what's going to be the best for the environment, what's going to be the best um, animal cruelty or vegan, etc. Yeah, it's it's a massive industry though, Nikki, and I suppose eventually they'll all go the way the consumer wants them to go. So if there's a massive push towards uh, eco-friendly beauty products or towards cruelty-free beauty products, the big multinationals will follow that if that's what the consumer wants. Yeah, I do think that. And I think for me personally with these types of things, like I don't think that anyone should be made feel, you know, like should be shamed or should be, you know, it shouldn't be a thing that like you buy from these companies, blah, blah, blah. I think it should be that everyone, like it's the lack of education that allows for these things to happen. If I think, honestly, I think if more people knew what was happening, you people would go against it. So I do think with these types of things, it's once you know, you can make that educated decision for yourself. And I do think that even, you know, like say if anyone... Just if you, if anyone spoke about it, you could be able, the fact that I'd be able to be like, oh, well, you actually know that they're not vegan or they're not cruelty-free. And then it's not saying that you shouldn't buy from them, but it's your decision to make that decision to buy them with that knowledge. So I think for me, I like I said, I was just shocked and it is it is a rabbit hole. <laughs> like once you get into it, once you keep going, you see some of the stuff and it's it's really, really not nice. But I think the main thing is, is that people have that knowledge and know that this is happening and then make their decision with that. Okay, well, thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. Sarah Deneen of Beauty Atelier and also journalist Nikki Anderson. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.